Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. And this week, it's going to be another really great show. So the thing that's been so amazing over the past weeks and months is that as word is getting out about this show and how great the soap fans are and how many of you are listening, the stars are literally lining up to be a part of the show. One of the problems that we have, though, is because Soap Central Live airs live on a Friday, sometimes the stars who want to be here live to talk with you are actually working. They're on the set. So in a lot of uh, instances, they're not able to be here live and they have to pre-record or call in just before the show goes on the air so they can be a part of the show. Many of them are still trying to work their schedules out or wait until their breaks so they can come on and talk to you live because, let's face it, after listening to Robin Strasser last week, this show really is the best medicine. You can be in a hospital and feeling like crap and then Subcentral Live comes along and it manages to lift your spirits. So, I say all of that to get to the point where we have Suzanne Rogers from Days of Our Lives on today's show. And she wasn't able to be here live, but I spoke to her just a bit ago. And we talked about everything from this belief that soap fans only want to see 20-somethings on the screen to some of her personal struggles that she's gone through in life and yet somehow has still been able to come out on the other side with a positive, optimistic outlook. Uh, It's very interesting to talk to her and listen to her pretty much say that she never expected this second wave of popularity. She was resigned to accept a different role on the show, to be you know, the doting grandmother, to be that older woman in town who pops up only on special occasions. And here she is, one of the most popular characters among younger viewers and older viewers. That, to me, says a lot about what the networks think. Uh, It proves everything is wrong. It proves that the advertisers are wrong. It proves that the Nielsen ratings are wrong. But that's an entirely different issue. But you want to talk about proving someone wrong? Well, earlier this week, I reported exclusively on the updated paperback version of Susan Lucci's memoir, All My Life. You'll remember that her original Uh, version of the book came out in hardcover earlier this year, just before All My Children was officially canceled by ABC. Susan was on her book tour and having to dodge questions or answer questions or deflect questions, whatever you want to call it, about this cloud that was hanging over whether or not All My Children would be canceled. At the time, Susan said that she really believed that the show wasn't going to be canceled, that it was just a rumor, that it was something uh, sort of created by someone with an agenda. As, of course, we all found out, it wasn't just a rumor, and the show will be going off of ABC coming up later this month. Well, I have a copy of the updated paperback version of All My Life, and there are some very explosive and juicy stories from Susan about how she really found out about the cancellation of All My Children and her surprising thoughts on ABC Daytime President Brian Franz. I'm going to read a little bit about that coming up later in the hour, and I'll be taking your calls. We're going to be talking about what fans want to see 
happen on All My Children as the show ends its run on ABC on September 23rd. Would you like to share your thoughts with me? Well, you can call in to 866-472-5788. I'm going to take as many phone calls as possible to find out what you guys want to see happen, how you'd like to see the show wrap its run, and what you think will be the final scene on the show. Again, the number is 866-472-5788. So head over to the phone lines. You can also follow along on Twitter at Soap Central Live. Tweet your comments, your thoughts there. I'll try to read those also during the show, but I really do want to talk to as many of you out there as possible who are All My Children fans. And we're going to be talking about some of the All My Children events that will be popping up over the next couple of months from fans who want to gather with other fans to watch the final episode to your chance to meet some of the stars of All My Children as they make some stops around the country. So, that's the introduction for today's show. As I said, it is a little bit of something for everybody out there. We've got the interviews, we've got your chance to call in, and it's going to be a really great show. So let's kick things off with my chat with Days of Our Lives Emmy-winning star, Suzanne Rogers. Hey, hi, Dan. Hi, Suzanne. Thank you so much for taking some time out to uh, oh, chat with me. Oh, that's no problem. I was sorry I missed you this morning, and so I said to John, I said, listen, if we can do it, you know, later on, let's just get it, try to get it done. I appreciate that. You know, oh, we've got earthquakes and hurricanes and stuff going on over here. It's, <laughs> yes, uh, I know. I have a lot of relatives on the East Coast, so I know all about it. Uh, yeah, I, you, uh, I guess, grew up not far from where the, the epicenter of the recent earthquake was. Exactly. I grew up right outside of Richmond in Petersburg, and that was my home. And my sister li still lives in North Carolina, right outside of Charlotte. And I have an aunt that lives in West Virginia. So I have relatives all around there. You know, and they're still there. So, yeah. But we got calls from all of them saying, you know, everything's fine. You know, we're a little bit of shaking and rattling, but nothing hurt. You know, serious. Nobody got hurt. Everything was fine. So, yeah. Just enough to keep things interesting. Hello. <laughs> Just enough to give them a little taste of what we deal with sometimes out here. On a, a much brighter note, uh, yes. congr congratulations on your recent anniversary with Days of Our Lives. I think it's Thank uh, what, you. 38 years. Yes, 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 yes. Isn't that lovely? Isn't it lovely to still love your job and have been there all this time? How nice. I'm just thrilled. Now, it may seem like a silly question, but a lot of uh, folks say things like, oh, it seems like just yesterday, so I have to ask you, does it feel like you've been doing the same job for 38 years? It doesn't feel like I've been doing it for 38 years. It does feel like uh, my I've, I've grown up. I mean, I came on the show when I was very young, and it feels like I've matured and grown. And I feel the character, thank goodness, has grown also. And uh, now she's a woman. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of, you know, the little adage of independent means. <laughs> and uh, it's nice. I, I enjoy it. And I do. I love my job. Um, I just, the biggest thrill I get is the doorbell to ring and it's a script. That's fun for me. I, I, can't, I can't wait to open it up, see what I'm doing and, and I, I mean that's just it. I may be weird that way but that's just how I am. Did you ever envision that it would be 2011 and you would still be saying that you are you know, still stirring things up never, and still walking really? Never. Okay. I mean, initially when I came on the show it was supposed to be a three year stint and that was it. Three years. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what, though? What I found uh, that yeah. seems to be the case is that all of these sort of landmark characters, all the characters that we, we care about, were all seemingly designed to only be around for a little bit of time. Yes. Well, I think what they do in, in soaps, I guess in, in most shows, is that they see how the audience's reaction is to the character. I mean, because when I came on the show, there hadn't been a new character brought on the show in quite a while. There had been recast, but there hadn't been a new character brought on in quite a while. So I think they were trying to test the waters to see how the audience accepted um, the character. 
and the character with one of the mainstays of the show. I mean, at that at that time, it was Mickey Horton. Mm -hmm. So to bring a character on and to put that character with him, uh, who all along had been known to be with Laura, uh, I think that was what they were concerned about. They didn't know how that was going to be received. And let's look at all this time later. We've got. Uh, oh my goodness! I mean, she, there's so many things that Maggie's had to endure. Uh, I know. Loss of a husband, shooting. I know. She she was murdered and then unmurdered. I, uh, <laughs> and now she just got shot. I know. <laughs> I mean, when I when I read that, I said, "Oh no, wait a minute!" I, I went, immediately went to Gary. I said, "Wait a minute, Gary. Am I going to get killed?" I said, "I've already been through this." <laughs> and he says, "Well, no." Nah. I said, "Wait a minute. What's that hesitation there?" He said, well, your heart's going to stop a few times. I said, oh, no. I said, but just tell me I survived this. And he said, yes, you survived. <laughs> so that was nice to hear. <laughs> well, there is, uh, you mentioned the surviving for your character. There yes. is sort of, um, I want to say there's this underlying story of survival and of determination mm -hmm. and positivity in, in your own life, yes. uh, you know, from the confidence that you would become a rocket to yes. battling illness. Yes. Uh, have yes. you always considered yourself to be optimistic or is this something that life experience has taught you? Well, I think um, I've always been, um, you know, I think when you start, when I, you know, when I was in school, it wasn't, I didn't know I had dyslexia when I was in school. So I kind of thought uh, I wasn't very smart. Uh, so I compensated for being, uh, thinking that I wasn't very smart by, by being a nice person and pleasant and cheery and happy, you know, and happy and, and thoughtful. And then in, when I was 30, I found out that I had dyslexia. And I found out that I, it had nothing to do with how smart I was. It just happened to be a certain area that I wasn't very keen on. But I was so talented in other areas. And, and it was like a whole a veil lifted off when that happened. Because I thought, oh, my God. you know. And from then on, I kind of just embraced the idea that God had given me talent. And, and that's kind of what I thought. I thought, well, God gave me this gift of singing and dancing and acting, and, and this is what I'm supposed to do, instead of going to college and going into fashion or design or something like that, which is what I would have loved to do, or golf. I love the, all of those things. <laughs> Wow, that's the, the whole gamut of stuff there. There's not much. Absolutely. <laughs> there's not much I in just, between. I, well, the singing, dancing, and the acting was just something that I felt I had to do this because I, I, I knew that I had to make a living. And I thought, well, what can I, what am I really good at? And this was what I was, you know, from the time I was a little kid, I was always running around the house singing and tap dancing and doing stuff like that, you know. And so I just continued to do that into my adulthood. In in all of this, I mean, everyone yes. experiences the good times and the bad yes. times, and yes. I think that soap fans are probably best known for the fierceness of their loyalty to their shows. Yes. What yes. what have these fans? What have they meant to you? Well, first of all, they were so uh, understanding and so compassionate when I got sick. That was the first thing. Um, they were scared. They didn't know what was wrong. And then when they did the story on the show, then they knew what I had gone through. Um, you know, just a small capsule of what I had gone through. But they were so dearing, and, and I got so many cards and letters uh, from fans telling me that they were praying for me and that uh, sending me these little notes all the time telling me how they, they were so happy that I was getting better and that they, they were still in, in, in their prayers. I mean, that's the kind of thing that you go, oh, my goodness. I mean, you have no idea how many people you touch in what you do. I mean, you, you just, I mean, you know we have, I mean, I know I have fans, but you don't know the extent of it. I mean, I went to Australia, and in my, in, when I got to the hotel in the box of how uh, they knew that I was coming, I guess, um, there was a note saying from this woman saying her husband had just been diagnosed with myasthenia and would I please call. And I did. I mean, so, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of all over. I mean, you just are amazed. I'm amazed all the time. I really am. I just, I'm, I'm just kind of stunned by all the attention 
that the fans give to us, to the show, and uh, it's very touching and it's very moving. Well, that's one of the things, too. In uh, I think for a period of time now, soap fans have sort of been told by advertisers what it is that they should want to see on yeah. television, yeah. and that if you're you know over 20, you're over oh, the hill. Of oh, yeah, the demographics, 18 to 49, that's it. And by the time you hit 35... Nah, you, you know, they don't really want to use you anymore, especially when you hit 40. And I said, well, boy, did this storyline with John Aniston and me blow that demographic right out of the water. Exactly. And that's the thing that I've noticed is it's not just that, you know, people are watching it and, and uh, you know, accepting it. People are yes. passionate about this storyline. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, I mean, do you know, do you realize all these years I've been on the show, it hasn't been until the last two years that I ever had a name as a couple, you know, like a couple having a name. And so, I mean, it was like, really? I mean, when, when I was told that, you know, you know, the, the fans have given you all a name. And I said, a name? And they said, yeah. I mean, you got a name. They've given you a name. And I said, well, what is it? And they said, magic. And John was standing next to me and he said, magic, I don't get it. You know, and I said, Mag. And he said, oh, I'm the ick, huh? <laughs> That's his sense of humor. You have to realize. He said, oh, okay. I said, yeah. Okay, John. <laughs> but it's so how fun. How fun is it to be at this stage in my life? I mean, this is just, it's phenomenal. So I'd imagine that this really did come as a surprise. Oh, I think the writers, I, I mean, I, I don't think I'm talking out of school here. I think the writers didn't expect this to happen. I think it was just another condolence, someone coming over to the house to, you know, tell me how sorry they were that I had lost my husband. And it just, there was something that they picked up on. Uh, and the writers picked up on it and the producers picked up on it. And they just started kind of putting us, you know, like running into each other here or there or whatever. And there was just something that they saw that they hadn't anticipated. And of course, then when the audience got a hold of it and they saw it and started liking it, I think they thought, oh my goodness, well, this isn't the demographics we talked about. And gee, you know, so I think, yes, I think it was a surprise to a lot of people. Well, something that my mom is a Days of Our Lives fan. She watched yeah. it longer than uh, than I've yeah. been around. And <laughs> I spoke to her earlier and said that I was going to be speaking to you. And yeah. she made an interesting comment. She said that yeah. she's glad to see that Maggie's moving on and that this gives hope to people who are over a certain age, over 20, exactly. over 30. Uh, exactly. That, exactly. you know, you can find love. I think that that's a, a message that maybe we didn't, people don't expect to get out of daytime. Well, I think, I think absolutely right. I think she's absolutely right. I mean, it's always been sort of on the soaps. Um, the older, mature characters were the uh, either the jokesters or they, they had them doing funny things, wearing crazy hats or something like that, and, and not really taking them all that seriously, what they said. And the, immediately they threw me, as soon as my husband uh, passed away on the show, they put me with Melanie and Mia and Nathan and then Chloe into my house. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden I had all of these people to work with that I had never worked with before. So it gave me a purpose, something to do. Uh, also, I mean, I wasn't, um, I didn't give lectures about morals or anything, but it was sort of like it was teaching by example kind of thing, you know, they they kind of watched me do things and how I handled the loss of my husband and, you know, how things touched me and, and I mean, and I put curfews on them, they couldn't come home after a certain time and, and all that, I mean, just things like that that are, you know, kind of what people do. And then for this man who had a notorious reputation in town, along with Stefano, to start coming around and it's like wait a minute, you know, so all of the, the fears of some of the family were like, wait a minute, you know, we don't want you going out with him, you know, and, and it kind of was, everybody was taken by surprise, including him, 
that all of a sudden uh, this redhead's in his life and he's not sure how to take this because all the other women that he's been involved with, married to or whatever, have wanted something from him. Hmm. And Maggie doesn't need him. I mean, she has her own life, you know. She has a life. She's had to, you know, buckle down and make a life for herself after her husband died. So it's kind of like, oh, well, why doesn't she need me, you know? So we have this kind of tennis court, back and forth, back and forth, push, pull, push, you know, kind of thing. And I think that's what's interesting to him. I'm interesting to him. So I think that's kind of what it is. And, and of course, me on the other side, being so sheltered kind of from Mickey, I was sort of, I was his, his wife. And that was it. That was my title, his wife. And now I'm out in the world. I have my own restaurant, but I'm out in the world and I'm, and I'm an interesting person. So I think that, you know, I, I had to grow up. I had to grow. And um, so that that was that was nice. It was nice to see the character grow. And I think that that's something that people can do with at any age, whether you're 18 yeah. and leaving for home for the first absolutely. time, absolutely, or you or know, going what, off to college or coming home from college or whatever. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. It's a, sort of a a universal, you know, lesson. Well, I know that our time is just about up, but I have Aww. one more quick question for you. Yes. It seems, you know, everybody is is buzzing about this this new energy, the new yes. excitement for days with new writers yes. and new executive producers. Yes. Uh, do you feel that on your side as an actor? Do you feel that energy and that excitement that everybody is feeling? Well, yes. I mean, first of all, I mean, what's, what's, you know, I think everybody needs a shot in the arm from time to time. And I think that, um, granted, the last two years I've been extremely happy because I was taken off the back burner. So that was thrilling to me. My, my, uh, I mean, it's strictly my concern. When, it, when I heard all this was going to happen, I went, uh-oh, I hope I don't get put on the back burner again. And so uh, it doesn't look like it's going to happen, so I hope it doesn't, because I certainly have enjoyed a resurgence of my character, you know, and I, and I think it's been interesting, and uh, it's, a, it's something, like you said, that hasn't ever been really tackled too much, especially not on our show. So it, it was kind of nice, because Alice made her donuts, and she was volunteered at the hospital, and Tom worked at the hospital, but this is a whole different thing where a character has lost her husband, she's kind of hooked up with this man that has not necessarily the best reputation in town, but she's kind of bringing out another side to him, and I think that's what's interesting. And interesting also is that Kate and her, you know, Kate being with Stefano and now me being with Victor, it's sort of like, wow, we have more in common than we thought. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of a nice thing that I have, because she kind of, I think, didn't take me very seriously, Kate, never took Maggie very seriously, oh, you know, kind of a, a housewife or whatever, and now it's like, wait a minute, well, what is, what does she have that Victor's attracted to, you know, so there's another, another little level there that's like, hmm, well, maybe I better... Take a take a look, second look at this woman here, you know, and see what's going on here, you know. Maybe that's somebody I can work with or whatever, you know. So I I just think it's kind of a lot of a lot of little, you know, like tentacles going off from this main story that I think are very interesting. So I I hope that they continue to do that. Well, I like what you said. Everybody needs a shot in the arm from time Absolutely. to time. Absolutely. I think that that's important well, in a lot you know, of ways. You know, uh, let me tell you, there was, it's so nice to see the people come back that I haven't seen in years, and the original characters come back, and it's lovely to see popular characters come back, and it just, you know, there's room on the canvas for everybody. That's so true in so many ways. You know, there is, and, and you know, and that's what, I mean, that's what really life is. There's, there's room for everybody. I think that there's no better way to uh, end talking with you than that wonderful statement. Suzanne, Aww. thank you so much for... Uh, well, thank you. And I'm glad we got a chance to get this done today because I was, I was concerned. I went, oh, you know, this morning, you know, because I was on, you know, I thought, you know, well, wait a minute. Well, I'm going to be back in the house after four, so maybe we can get it done by then, you know. So I'm glad we did. So am I. I was looking forward to it all week. All right.
right. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, and hopefully we'll talk again very soon. I hope so. <laughs> Thanks, Suzanne. Hey. All right. I love you. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, if you were not already a fan of Suzanne Rogers, certainly she won you over in that interview. I want to thank Suzanne Rogers for taking some time out of her schedule to chat with me and to be a part of Soap Central Live. Suzanne, of course, is a member of the Days of Our Lives family, and you can check out Days of Our Lives every weekday on NBC. You'll have to check your local listings for the time and channel number in your area. And there was something else that, while I was chatting with Suzanne, that came up that I've noticed is somewhat of a recurring theme here on the show, and it's overcoming odds. It isn't just my story. It wasn't just Suzanne. It isn't just someone like Hillary B. Smith, who was told that a medical ailment would prevent her from ever acting again. It's all of these, you can't, you won't, you will never, that people are overcoming. And I don't think that anybody ever expected a program about soap operas to be anything inspirational or to have any sort of takeaway message. But you know what? The folks who are coming to Soap Central Live are coming here for a reason. There's a reason that they're put into our lives. It's not just to learn more about the actors that we see on screen and to find out how they're different from their bed-hopping, murderer, evil twin characters that they play five times a week. It really is to allow them to share their stories and for all of us, myself included, to take something from what they're saying and being able to use their experiences in our own lives. You know, right now with the recession and with the tornadoes and hurricanes and earthquakes and the droughts that so many people are having to endure, it's been a dark time for a lot of people. And in that moment when things are so dark and so bleak, it's often difficult to ever imagine that you'll come out on the other side, that there's going to be an end to the darkness. And certainly no one ever thinks that they're going to come out on the other side better than what they went in. And if the message of Soap Central Live is that you can do anything that you set your mind to, that if you are open and remain optimistic, that you too can get through this, then you know what, I'm fine to have put that message out there for you guys. Because, of course, you know that I've gone through some things that I never thought that I would be able to get past. And here we are, removed from that situation, and you know, I I'm, wouldn't have had anything any other way. And it's through your support of this show, it's through your support of your favorite stars, that everyone is able to move along together. So. When you're not listening to the show, you know, make sure you reach out to your loved ones. Make sure you reach out to your family members. Reach out to your Facebook friends, to whomever you see, and sort of let them know that you're there for them, that you care. I don't think that we do enough of that, of uh, letting people know what we really think and that we're really there for them. It's so easy to type off an LOL or a wink, winky face or a smiley or whatever it is. Uh, and, and that being the end of it. We need to get maybe a little more connected. One of the things here on Soap Central Live that we connect with are commercial breaks. And uh, we do have one of those coming up here. But on the other side of the commercial, it is my favorite time. It is phone line time. I'm opening up the phone lines to all of you, all my children fans out there, so that we can talk about the end of All My Children coming up in just three weeks on September 23rd, Agnes Nixon, the creator of All My Children, gave an interview to the Chicago Tribune recently and promised that there will be a big, huge cliffhanger on the final episode that will you know, have people guessing and wondering what's going to happen for the next three months until All My Children starts airing under the Prospect Park logo. Will the show be on the internet? Will the show be on cable? Will it be finger puppets in my house, in the backyard? Who knows? But it's going to be uh, something that we're all going to be talking about. So what do you think is going to happen in the final episode? What do you want to see happen in the final episode? Will it be a dream? Will there be murders? Will there be uh, you know, something else? Head over to your phones. Dial into 866-472-5788. And I will take as many of your phone calls as possible. Again, the number is 
402-472-5788. So head over to the phone lines, and when I come back on the other side of the commercial, I will be taking your calls. So stay tuned, everybody. We'll be back in just about two minutes. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans. Are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Is your sexual relationship satisfying? Do you have a nagging question about sex and you can't find the answer? Tune into Sex in Our Cities with hosts Donna Kane Francis and Robin Potter Kimball. Two advanced practice registered nurses are here to answer all of your questions about sex and relationships. Each issue will be presented in an objective, unbiased perspective designed to educate and empower you to make healthy decisions and bring about change in your life. Sex in Our Cities is broadcast live Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. And I want to again thank Suzanne Rogers for taking some time out to chat with me for that last segment. And this is probably the half of the show that I really don't want to have to talk about. But we've got 30 minutes to fill, so (laughs) there's got to be something to talk about. And unfortunately, we are now just three weeks removed from the end of All My Children on ABC. I know a lot of you don't want to think about it, but... You know, the good news is that the show is going to be continuing. Uh, in what format, we really don't know yet. There are a lot of unanswered questions. And I'd like to speak to some of you out there to find out how you think All My Children should end. So you can call 866-472-5788. Uh, I, I know the, the popular answer is going to be you don't want it to end. But since we've gotten to the point where we know that it will be continuing to another format, let's just try to discuss how we think everything is going to wind up on ABC to leave folks out there wanting to tune in for January. One of the other things that's going on is that fans across the country are setting up for viewing parties, for gatherings to really give all my children a send-off. And there is one particular event that we're going to talk about in uh, just a couple of seconds here that's taking place in New Jersey. And for more information about that, I'm uh, sort of debuting a new segment here where we're bringing on a different soap fan every so often to talk about how they got hooked, what the soaps mean to them. And today we have Wendy Smolowitz, who is going to uh, talk about this event in New Jersey. So, Wendy, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, Dan. Thank you so much for having me on. 
Oh, absolutely. Now, I've, I've teased folks. Uh, let's let's go to uh, talking a little bit about you and get your background. Uh, what soaps do you watch? How did you get hooked? And, uh, you know, all that good, juicy soap background that we want from guests. Okay. Well, I have to tell you, Dan, I am a one-soap woman. <laughs> uh, I've been watching all my children um, probably since high school, so about 20 years or so. Um, and it is just, it really has been my me time. Uh, right now, I'm a busy uh, working mother, full-time working mom. I have two little boys. And for that hour every night, I get to come home, kind of disappear into the world of Pine Valley, and then emerge from it after that hour feeling stronger and ready to get back to reality. So, um, you know, I was uh, personally, like so many fans, devastated by uh, the news of its cancellation from ABC, but... Again, happy to hear that it will be continuing in some format. Okay, so let me ask you, I'll give you the first chance to have a crack at this. How do you think the show should wrap its run on Friday the 23rd when it uh, goes off the air for uh, a couple of months? What do you think should be that final scene? You know, I, I really don't know. I've been giving it a lot of thought. Um I do think they need to have some sort of a big cliffhanger so that fans of the show will be coming back to it uh, once, once it resumes, hopefully in January. Um, but I really can't think of what they're going to do with these characters. Uh, I do hope they decide, they don't decide to have the residents of Pine Valley go over the uh, hill in a bus and, you know, <laughs> we're left wondering who survives. I hope they play it out a little differently from that. Um, but I don't have any specific ideas about what they can or, or should do. Well, one of the things that I think fans should do is if they're in New Jersey and they are in Ocean County, they can come on the 23rd and join an event at the library to uh, sort of be amongst fans. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what you have planned for that last That's day of All My right. Children? We are doing a tribute to All My Children. The program is called All My Children from TV to Internet. It will be held uh, at the Manchester branch of the Ocean County Library on Friday the 23rd. And what we're going to do is bring fans of the show together uh, to watch the final episode on ABC, uh, but also to talk about their memories, how they got started watching the show, uh, which couples were their favorites, which storylines they liked the best, um, and maybe which ones they didn't like so much. Uh, we'll be serving refreshments, so we're very excited about this. Uh, what prompted you to come up with this idea? Uh, and, you know, was this something that the, the folks at the library were accepting of, or did you have to talk people into this? Um, the people at the library were very, very accepting, I have to say, um, because the library is truly a cultural center, and all my children and other soap operas are a part of our culture. Um, and we provide not only informational resources, but a place to go for recreation, too. Uh, so um, they were very accepting of it. And this was actually... Um, created through my own passion for all my children. Uh, we will be doing the same thing for One Life to Live, incidentally, uh, when it concludes its ABC run. Um, but this particular um, program was, was born of my own passion for the show and my own disappointment at seeing it end its ABC run. And if folks want to get more information about this, how can they uh, get the information? How can they reach out to you? What do they need to do? Okay. Um, they can either uh, register online at uh, theoceancountylibrary.org, or they can call uh, the Manchester branch at 732-657-7600. And for those of you out there who maybe didn't have a pen and paper handy, don't worry. We will have that information on both our Twitter account at Soap Central Live and on the Soap Central Live homepage at soapcentral.com slash radio. Wendy, how about we take a caller and hear from some other folks who are just as passionate about the soaps as us? 
great. We have Bonnie holding from Massachusetts. Bonnie, welcome to Soap Central Live with Wendy and me. Hey, Dan. Hey, Wendy. Yeah, I was thinking about when you were talking about how the cliffhanger should end. I was thinking, like, all the years I watched AMC and refreshing my little memory right now of all the hurricanes, tornadoes, and traumas like that, you know, at the GMA mansion. Mm-hmm. At the big parties back in the day. Yes. And after we lost our um, Sydney Penny when she died in the show like that and everything else. Well, we're thinking like maybe an explosion, like a storm like that, but not in a way like, oh, my God, everybody's dead, but in a way like, okay, Susan Lucci ends up in a coma until January, or um, like, for instance, Adam Chandler comes back as Stewart and he has a memory loss in the um, in the storm. Okay. That degree. So you're liking this idea of a storm of some sort. Well, that's how they always have their traumas there. It's a good point. They they do need to do some sort of a cliffhanger in order for the viewers to come back and get all excited and and return to the show in January. Right. I was thinking the storm thing, because every time they have the, the big balls or whatever, the big parties, wasn't there always a type of storm and everything falls like, when Sydney Penny was on the show, or Sheena Lear hit her head and killed her? Yep. You know, thinking that for Adam Chandler, he hits him on the head, he has a memory loss and wakes up as Stewart or something. Oh, you've got some ideas. You've been thinking about this, Bonnie, haven't you? For ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. let, me, uh, let me ask you this before we let you go, and uh-huh. uh, I get to read some interesting stuff. It's great that we have a, a librarian on to hear me read. Um, but do you think, Bonnie, that uh, people will follow All My Children to wherever it ends up, or are you afraid that maybe... Uh, you know, out of sight, out of mind for three months, and that might be uh, spell some trouble for all my children. Yeah, I was thinking of that too. I was thinking the um, the age factor. Like I mean, like elderly people who probably watch the program That's don't a have point. a computer, don't know how to work the internet or whatever. So probably in that prospect, yeah. But probably get a lot of like a young, younger viewing type people, like in their twenties, thirties, up to fifties. Hmm. Could have a computer and know how to like use it in a way. And I actually have to cut in here because I I have to tell you this. We've had uh, some people come up to me at the library and say, you know, I don't have access to the internet. I don't know how to use a computer, but you know, I am a soap opera fan. I still want to watch all my mm-hmm. children. Is that possible to do here? And um, my answer to that is, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can take a computer class. We'll teach you how to use the Internet. Wow. And then um, you can come to the public library and, and watch all my children. Mm-hmm. We'd have well, to that's... extend your time on the computer because it's <laughs> limited to 30 minutes now, but uh, we'd be able to do that uh, a lot of the time. See, well, thank you so and, much, Bonnie, you know, for calling in. To me, can you, if it does go on the computer, and I'm not computer savvy, but a friend of mine's helping out, right? Say the episodes and, like, burn them on disc for her so she can watch them at home. Uh, that might be possible. That's what I was thinking, too. Mm-hmm. Because I'd rather teach my cats how to use the Internet before I teach my 75-year-old mother right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, the good news is we're going to make sure that we give all the information for how uh, people can watch this. And we're going to do our part uh, at SubCentral.com to try to make sure that it's as easy as possible for everybody. But, uh, Bonnie, I want to thank you so much for calling. And uh, I want to go to what I've been teasing, uh, Wendy, before we take another caller. As I'm sure you know, Susan Lucci uh, put out a memoir called All My Life earlier this year. And it was put out before the news of All My Children's cancellation was uh, put out there. Well, she's put out an updated version, and she has some very, uh, very interesting things to say. Wendy, are you still there? I am. I okay. am still here. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to, to read the book myself. Well, I have a advanced copy here and i'm looking of course as we were chatting uh my little bookmark came out of here 
But there is uh, some very interesting stuff here that Susan Lishy had to say about Brian Franz. Uh, we, we, I'm sure everybody heard when she went on The Tonight Show and she did uh, some various book tours. She said that she'd found out from Brian Franz only a few minutes before the rest of the cast. Well, as it turns out in her book, she uh, reveals that she found out from someone else ahead of time. Uh, you'll have to get the book for that. But the passage that I like the most is in referring when she uh, basically said that she was talking to Brian Franz and wanted to know what they were being replaced with. And he was very excited to mention what the All My Children replacements were. And she drew this conclusion from that conversation. And I quote the uh, book here. Brian Franz has what, for me, is that fatal combination of ignorance and arrogance. Mm. All I could think was God only knows what he has told the network top brass that got us here. Sort of, um, uh, it's very surprising to hear someone who's such a team player and so positive uh, sort of just put it all out there. Yeah, and, you know, I say good for her that she did that. Uh, really, you know, I think so many people are taking it for granted that everyone wants reality shows and, and you know, everything sort of had to fit that genre today. But um, for me personally, I watch TV to escape. You know, I, I read to escape. I, I love stories in all their formats. And, uh, you know, the... For people that talk about the the quote unquote demise of the soap opera, um, you know, thinking that there are no more fans, that that it's had its heyday, that's just plain wrong. And I think that the number of fans who have come out in support of all my children and one life to live is just amazing, and it it proves um, Mr. Franz wrong, frankly. Well, uh, if you have time, Wendy, we're going to take one more caller. Sure. Great. We're going to bring in Navelle. To uh, he's also in New Jersey, so just down the road a little bit from you, Wendy. Navelle, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Wendy. Ignorance. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks. Ignorance good, good. and arrogance, Navelle. Uh, words I didn't think I would hear uh, Susan Lucci say about anyone. When you when you read that passage, let me tell you what my heart skipped a beat, no doubt. Because well, I, I just sat there and I, and I was like, "Did did Susan Lucci really just say those words?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, well, she she I, didn't. I, I did. Never imagined it. Never. Well, here there's there's others. Let me tell you. Uh, when I got the book, uh, the first thing I did was to go back and read the new co- the new uh, chapter since I'd read the rest of the book. And there are other things said about Chuck Pratt, the previous head writer of All My Children. There's a little segment on Anne Sweeney, who's the head of Disney, ABC's uh, television networks. There's some very interesting and really jaw-dropping stuff in there. Uh, Susan also admits to keeping it together when they had the meeting at All My Children, but afterwards having a private moment in her dressing room. And just for me, uh, sort of trying to understand it. It sounds like she may have trashed her dressing room, but I'm, that's just my interpretation. I don't, I don't know what she did, but, uh, you know, is this something that surprises you to hear someone who has always been so positive to sort of be honest, Navelle? Of course it does. Uh, of course it does. Uh, you know, Susan Lucci is a very, uh, to, to me, I've always considered her to be a very uh, private person uh, to never let anything especially like this uh, out of the scenes out of the cracks and you know I, every time I would I would hear her or listen to her she was always very positive about uh, about all my children she was very positive with everything that was going on with the show to finally hear some things that even the fans feel about Brian Franz and Sweeney and what have you it, it's really amazing to me it's very bittersweet to me uh, and it's something completely unexpected, completely unexpected. Well, here's something. If you're talking about unexpected, this is in the book, but this is also from some of the discussions I've had with some of the folks at All My Children and, and to a lesser degree at One Life to Live. But the news that the shows were being canceled because folks aren't home during the day, uh, it's been pretty much laid out to some of the stars that we, the soap fans, no longer care about them. 
And this is what they've been hearing. And these are some of the reasons that they've been given that the shows are canceled. And all of a sudden now to find out that that's not the case in the aftermath of this uproar. There was a, an interview on TD Guide uh, where um, Jordi Villasuso mentioned that, uh, you know, that there was Susan Lucci announced that there was this groundswell. Uh, that was something that I, when I'd seen her in uh, Los Angeles and we'd spoken, I'd given her some of the fan letters that everybody out there has been sending SoapCentral.com. And there were so many that I couldn't print them all out to her. Uh, but to tell you that she was overcome, um, she was moved to tears by the gestures that the fans out there have had. And for anyone out there who's listening and thinking that maybe you know they don't care, they don't read the emails, nothing could be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just looking at the clock, and I'm realizing that we're running out of time here. Uh, Navel, we're going to have to make it a point for you to be able to come back when there is more time, and we can just sort of chat randomly about anything and everything soap. Absolutely. Great. Thank you so much yeah, for calling thank in, Navel. Absolutely. Thank you. And, Wendy, we are, as I said, we are running out of time. Uh, we have about maybe three minutes or so. I just want to give you one more opportunity to let folks know how on Friday the 23rd. feels like it should be Friday the 13th, just because it's such a dark day, but it's Friday right. the 23rd. It, it really, really does. Um, yeah, again, Friday, September 23rd, the last day that uh, All My Children will be airing on ABC. Uh, we are going to celebrate All My Children at the Manchester branch of the Ocean County Library. Um, the title of the program is All My Children from TV to Internet. As you know, Dan, we've had to change the title of that program a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Originally, it was called Farewell Pine Valley. I'm, I'm glad we did have to change from that. Um, but again, Friday, September 23rd at 12.30 p.m. Uh, for more information about the program, people can visit the Ocean County Library's website at theoceancountylibrary.org, uh, or they can call the Manchester Branch Library directly at 732-657-7600. I want to thank everybody who took part in today's show. One of the things that I didn't get to address when uh, Bonnie had called in earlier is that one thing that we know is Agnes Nixon gave an interview and said that they're not going to be doing any sort of crazy uh, catastrophe to end the show. Uh, is she saying that to throw us off the, the mark? I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but she did say that there will be cliffhangers and that's it. For folks who follow on Twitter, you may have noticed that Ricky Paul Golden earlier this week sent out a twit pick of a sign hung up in the All My Children studio that said, you know, no tweeting, no Facebooking, don't tell anybody what happened here or you know, we'll hunt you down. Uh, we only have about two minutes left. So, Wendy, I want to thank you again so much for being a part of this. And I'm going to make sure that as many people who are in your area can come and check out the event on the 23rd. Dan, thank you so much for helping us publicize this program. It really means a lot to us. Um, we really appreciate the opportunity. Oh, absolutely. As I said to uh, you privately before we started talking on the air, uh, I, I'd love to do anything that I can to help soap fans out there get together and celebrate this genre. And that's what we do every week here on Soap Central Live. Of course, the show airs live every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. If for some reason you miss part of the show, you can check out every show that we've ever done in the archives at SoapCentral.com slash radio. And if you are on iTunes, as millions of people are, you can also subscribe to the podcast for free, and it will download a new show every time that it's posted. So that's a great way for you to partake in the show. Next week, one of my favorites is coming back. Gina Tonioni from One Life to Live will be here to talk a little bit about rock show for charity and her time on One Life to Live. So you'll have to tune in for that. And, you know, you never know quite what's going to happen here, particularly me just hitting the microphone. So until we join again next week, I'm Dan Kroll signing off on another edition of Soap Central Live. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.